When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here to continue our series of That One Play. We've got an interesting one for you today. We're going to back to 2012 and the game at D.C., and specifically the play where Halodinata hit RG3 in the knee, effectively ending his career. But there's a lot of quarterback confluence uh, in, in this game that I think is, uh, is an interesting point. Bruce Anderson joining me to talk about it. Bruce, how you doing? Doing great. How about you, Ken? No complaints here. Uh, Bruce, this is an interesting choice. And people pick game, pick plays for different reasons. They, some people pick all the real highlight plays. Other people want uh, plays that, that were from big wins. And other people want uh, really strange plays. This this falls into this category because didn't come in a Ravens win. Uh, didn't end up being you know a, a really good news for the Ravens in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but it definitely is a is a is a intersection of of quarterback history uh, in the early twenty teens in the NFL. It is, and uh, there are a couple of reasons for for picking at this play. Certainly, the uh, quarterback intersections is one of them. The other reason is I think um, I don't know how many beyond you know hardcore Ravens fans really appreciated how great Haloti Nata was. I mean, this is this is a guy that was. I mean, he played a position that doesn't get a lot of glamour, right? It doesn't get a lot of discussion unless they, you know, screw up. Um, but he was he was a monster. And I think he, he also played with a team that was full of established personalities, right? And, and he wasn't a big talker. Yeah, so, uh, particularly defensive superstars galore on this team with Suggs and Reed and Lewis all there and other people who came in for a short period of time, Elvis Doomerville, you know, had glossy sack totals and Jimmy Smith and other players like that. But the Lordarius Webb, the huge 2011 he had, but uh, yeah, I, I, certainly a star studded defensive team. But one of the things that I always liked about it was Mike Tomlin. If you asked him about how do you block for the Ravens, block the Ravens. And he said, I think you start with Haloti Nata on the inside and then you work your way out from him. Once you get him blocked, it's okay. And that to me was a very big tribute to Nada within the Ravens scheme as a whole. Yeah. And he was he was unblockable for really for three solid years. I think he had something like 15 and a half sacks between 2010 and 2012. I mean, this is a guy that was just, you know, he went about his business and was really effective. And he was, I think, really the the 
primary machinery that allowed the Ravens defense of those years to be as successful as it was. So, uh, so I hope people uh, take this opportunity to, to write down Haloti Nata's name and, and go uh, review some of his highlights and look at his uh, stats um, because he was, he was such a, an interesting player and such a, an impactful player. I mean, this is a guy that was six, four, what he was listed at 340 pounds, mm-hmm. but he was cat quick. I think there were a number of teams that thought, okay, we're going to, we're going to have to take care of this guy. And then when they saw film, saw this guy that shouldn't move the way that he was able to move. How many times did you see him in the backfield, you know, wrestling a, a running back or actually getting to the quarterback? I mean, he was he was a monster. And as as big and as strong as all the players are in the NFL, there aren't many players that are as big, strong, fast, and quick as Haloti Nata was. Yeah, absolutely. It was very surprising, but he didn't make the the Pro Bowl any of his first three years, though he was second-team All-Pro in 2008, by the way. That's a really hard double to do, to miss the Pro Bowl and be second-team All-Pro. And at least the AP voters were getting it correct, and they had him five times in All-Pro between his third and seventh season. Uh, but the but the Pro Bowl was never all that kind to him. They got him five, they got him to five Pro Bowls, probably a little bit less. That's a lesser honor frankly, than, than uh, being all pro. And uh, I never really understood why. Um, but, uh, but he was, a, in my opinion, a very underrated player and a, a very significant portion of those early Harbaugh defenses. Yeah. So uh, the, the, I think, so talking about uh, Nata is, a, is, uh, is fabulous. And, and I think this is a play that really sort of highlights who he was and what he was. And, this is a game where, well, first of all, uh, I think this was uh, RG3's scintillating freshman season in the NFL, and and he made the Redskins relevant again. Uh, it was exciting, must-watch football. And at that point in the season, the game was early December. Uh, the Redskins were in the playoff hunt. Ravens were clearly in the re- uh, playoff hunt at 9-3. and three. And it was a it was a tough game. Nobody was taking control of the game. It was close, back and forth. And then things changed in the fourth quarter. Um, in this case, it was, uh, I think the situation was the it was towards the end of the game, five minutes or so left. Uh, Ravens had just scored on a Ray Rice touchdown run to go up, and Redskins received the ball and started going down the field, end up um, getting a sack. And I think it was second and 19. And then on this third down play where RG three got hurt, he ends up uh, not finding anybody downfield, starts scrambling, made the first couple of people miss. And then he got tackled. I, I can't remember who else was in on the play along with Nata, but Nata caught RG three from behind uh, and and intersected with him and watching it in real time, I didn't think that much of the play. And then saw that he was hurt, and then they sh- then the the replay showed RG 3s leg whipping around the body of Nata in a way that looked really unpleasant. Right. It it uh, it, it was a a fairly grotesque injury, as I recall it from the replay, like as you're describing it. And yet Griffin came back into play 
after only one play. So Kirk Cousins came in there on – it was second and 19. Griffin actually scrambled for 13 yards on the play to make it third and six. Right. And then, and then Cousins came in to throw an incomplete pass. Well, it would be his only incomplete pass of the game, but there was a penalty on the play, uh, a, a defensive pass interference. And I'm trying to remember this cornerback, C. Johnson. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, there, there were some awful uh, corners that the Ravens had uh, during those those years. Um, so I'm, I'm, I don't remember who that was. I, I, I really have to look that up. I'm, I'm now very curious about that. So anyway, that that uh, uh, that one play was Cousins' only play. Then then RG three was back in the game. Well, and he went in and out, right? He uh, he and he was clearly struggling. He was only. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. playing on one leg and, you know, good for him uh, gutting it out and, and trying to help his team win, but he wasn't able to stay in the game, right. but he was able to help uh, get the team uh, further downfield. And then he couldn't go anymore. And then Kirk cousins came in. And as a Ravens fan, I was watching this game thinking, all right, if you knock you out one, card, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you've got this rookie fourth round draft pick that's coming in. This is awesome news for the Ravens. This is going to be a win. No, that was not the case. Turns out Kirk Cousins can play. And he demonstrated exceptional poise, had a couple of very nice passes, and ended up uh, taking them downfield and scoring and uh, converting a two-point conversion that Cousins ran for a sneak um, that tied it up. Game went to overtime. They had, they had a big uh, Ravens got a three and out and then uh, punted the ball away. Ravens, or sorry, Redskins marched down. I guess they had a really big uh, uh, kick return and then were able to kick a field goal and win in overtime. So, so as you mentioned, there's this confluence of uh, of quarterbacks. This is the you know the end of RG three, which was exceptionally sad. I mean, the the only thing uh, the only thing that was really worse than that hit that Nata had on RG3 was watching watching his knee buckle during the playoff game against the Seahawks. That was just, mm-hmm. it was terrible. And, and again, good for RG3 coming back and trying again. He just, he was exceptionally unfortunate when it came to his injury history. Yeah, uh, he was. And, you know, the Ravens were, were fortunate to get him late in his career and he, he provided them real value off the bench in, in his time here. But uh, what could have been with him was very sad. Cousins came in. I had the same feeling as you did. The game is won. 
First pass is pass interference that gets him out of that third and long situation. RG3 comes back in the game. RG3's day ends after a couple more com- long completions with an in- with a intentional grounding flag that leaves them in a bad hole. And Cousins comes in, 15-yard pass, 11-yard pass, and they score. Two-point conversion, as you mentioned. Uh, it's it, it was a, a day of frustration and profanity in a lot of ways for me. It, it, it ended with that. It started with we went down to D.C. for the game, and we tried to uh, buy tickets on site, as we always do, you know, on the street. Some places it's legal. Some places it's not. Anyway, in D.C., we found out quickly it is not legal, and a bunch of bike cops ran, uh, it drove up on us really quickly, and they, you know, they said you can't buy tickets. And, and uh, uh, they ended up telling us to leave the area, which I've never had before, by the way. What sense does this make? What what sense do ticket scalping laws in general make anyway? Not to not to go too deeply into this, but uh, just the only time I've ever been prevented from going to a game that I tried to attend. Oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, so it, was, it was ugly. Anyway, we drove back. We got back around halftime. Uh, we watched the second half at home finally. So uh, that was a that was kind of miserable too. Yeah, I think for a lot of Ravens fans, the outcome of that game was pretty miserable. The uh, uh, I mean, not as miserable as it was RG3, right? And, uh, I think Redskins fans and, uh, and, the, and the organization were, you know, obviously concerned. Um, but that really was the beginning of the end for him and his, uh, his NFL career. But, you know, so, A, be careful what you wish for, right? Uh, you know, we mm-hmm. love seeing uh, when the opposing uh, team's uh, starting quarterback goes down. But then this other guy steps up and it's really the start of the Kirk Cousins uh, experience. Um, but RG3 persevered. He, he bopped around the league and ended up on the Ravens and really, I think, serving as a kind of a mentor for Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. um, in his last uh, last couple of years uh, in the league. So um, maybe that's, you know, some some sort of karma or uh, I don't know what what to think of that. It's just an interesting layer. Yeah, I, it's it's certainly interesting. He's he, a tremendously classy gentleman. And if you've never heard RG3 at the podium, uh, it's very obvious this guy is going to go on to a career in something special, whether it is uh, being behind a microphone for the NFL, which I think he's done some of already, or maybe going into politics someday, because I think the guy could could clearly do it. Um, I'm 59 years old. To me, the Tyson-Douglas fight, and you probably remember that, Bruce, if you're a boxing fan, was yesterday, you know, pretty much. it was. I remember it. I've watched it a bunch of times since. I know it wasn't yesterday any more than the 2000 Ravens were yesterday, but to me, it's yesterday. RG3 also that, that fight actually happened in Japan. RG3 was also born in Japan right. the day after the Tyson fight. Wow. The Tyson Douglas fight. I'm like, oh my God, I'm old. <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, there's some perspective. I am also 59, by the way. So there you go. So you got that, that similar uh, vintage. Yeah, there you go. So uh the other any any the other thing was the the aftermath for the Ravens themselves within the 2012 season. This did not leave them in a good spot. It was their fourth loss of the year. They had a tough Denver team coming up the next week, and they they lost big to them and were in danger of not not winning the division. They really lost their shot at getting a bye with this loss to to DC. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but they had a chance to lose the division, but they came back, had a very impressive game against the Giants in the second last week. Then they ditched the last game at Cincinnati. Uh, rested everybody and yeah and, and they were still competitive them. right they were competitive in that game against Cincinnati at least for for you know a, a chunk of the game it was not like they just rolled over 
Yeah, they got beat 23-17. I'm trying to remember how good that Cincinnati team was. I know it was a Dalton team, and I guess it was the team that won the division, right? Oof, yeah, they, they won it. Remember. It wasn't the Steelers. So. It wasn't the Steelers in, in 12, I don't think. But anyway, the 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 uh, yeah, it was a it was a good Bengals team, and and uh, um, I'm, one of the things I remember about that game in particular is that the Ravens had every single year of their existence not allowed as much as four yards per carry. In that Cincinnati game, the very last kneel of the season by Dalton in a victory formation brought the Ravens' opposition rush total under to down to 3.994, I believe it was. <laughs> so, so, it's a 4.0 rounded, but but still below 4.0 for, for uh, all of Thank you, Andy Dalton. Yes. So, Bruce, always a pleasure talking football with you. I love your perspective and, and the fact that we're of similar vintage. It makes it very easy to talk to you. Uh, tell folks where they can talk football with you online. I'm on Twitter at BDAABAT, and that's it. All right. All right. Reach out to Bruce if you want to want to talk some some football. And there is an old timey component to that you could you could definitely tap into. Other folks out there, if you'd like to be into a uh, on a that one play episode, love to have you still. Uh, just hit me up with a DM directly on Twitter. I'll I'll get back to you and we'll schedule your show. And uh, really appreciate all the people who've come on. Want to be as inclusive as possible in terms of passing the mic around. Bruce, thanks again for coming on. Thanks again for having me. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.